Hello, No Code Nation. I'm Ayush, and you're listening to my No Code Story. And this is not your typical entrepreneurship podcast. Here, you get to listen to real people who are building cool stuff, all without writing a single line of code. This is the future of independent entrepreneurship, and you have a front row seat. Before we get into today's episode, I have a request to make. I hope this podcast has helped you discover new stories, people, and frameworks. If you like what you hear, do me a favor and leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. This will help the pod get discovered by more people, and it lets me know that we're on the right track. Now, onto the show. Today, we talk about women in no-code. This is part one of a two-part conversation where Seth and I talk about the existing issues with gender parity and women in tech. We also talk about how no-code is empowering people in general and women in particular to break free and create new products and get their name out there. And finally, we highlight a list of women that are doing some really great things in no-code. And I say this at the beginning of the podcast, and I want to reiterate this. The irony of the fact that two men are talking about women in no-code is not lost on me. The idea here is not to talk about something new that we're uniquely positioned to present, but it's more to just bring up the existing issues that we see and highlight some of the people that have been doing some great stuff in the midst of all these challenges. So here's part one of the two-part series on women in no-code. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome, Seth. It's uh, so great to be back and and chat after what, what feels like three or four weeks since we last spoke on, on the pod. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. So. Yeah, it's been yeah, a bit. Sure. And I'm really excited about the topic that we picked for today because I think it's something that... I mean, we're hoping to shed a light on on this topic, but it's also something that needs a, a little bit more press and discussion in general. But how you been the last uh, the last few weeks? I've been great. Just uh, busy working, busy building out the freelance agency site uh, website. So trying to get that rolling. Got another client. So between that and full time jo- day job, pretty busy. Yeah, you're just racking up the number of jobs that you're doing right now, right? Trying. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Okay. Of course, I've, I've been kind of traveling a little bit, trying to be on, say that I'm going to be on vacation and be on vacation for, for a couple of weeks here, but um, I'm glad to keep the pod rolling and have these sessions as well. So the topic that we picked for today is women in no code. And the fact that it's two men talking about women in no code, the irony of that fact is not lost on me. So I think we need to start by kind of level setting with with the audience that's listening here. And I think the the key thing for me is that it's not that we're we're saying stuff that that we're uniquely positioned to say in uh, about women in, in tech and women in no code, but it's just the fact that we feel there aren't enough people talking about this stuff and we would like to do our bit and shine a light on some of the things that, that we see from, from our vantage point. Yeah, definitely. That sounds good. It's a big topic and uh, it's important. So, The way I was thinking about this at least was starting by, I mean, we want to obviously highlight some of the women in no code and some of the awesome projects that, that they're doing. 
but I, I want to get into a little bit about why this topic sort of came to the forefront for me. For those of the uh, those in the audience that would have listened to the um, episode with Nancy Liu, which is I think the most recent recording, we we talked a little bit about the challenges that she faced as a uh, woman co-founder, and not only with fundraising and the VC space, but also just in general with uh, being in the tech area. And she was not working a no-code startup at that point. But one of the things that she told me that really stuck with me was that when she would go out and be in these VC meetings with her co-founders who happened to be male, the VCs in the room would always assume that they were the CEO, although you know she was the CEO of the company at the time. And it's kind of subtle things like this that I think you and I don't experience on an ongoing basis that that still are are part of the day-to-day operations that kind of prompted me to make this one of the topics that we cover on an ongoing basis on the pod. So it's not going to be a one and done. It's definitely going to be an ongoing thing for the pod. Yeah, certainly. We've lined up a couple of interviews with a bunch of women in no-code and tech coming up. So this is not the end of it. I mean, you're going to see a lot more. So look forward to that for sure. And, you know, today we're just trying to you know, talk about these women, especially in the no-code movement of how they're, you know, pushing it forward, you know, it takes grit, you know, discipline, empathy, you know, it takes the same thing just as a male, you know, it would take in the, the community, but these women are showing everybody up and it's pretty awesome <laughs> when it comes to building. It's amazing. And, um, yeah, I've just seen so much great stuff, uh, being like built by women, uh, this year. In general, it's just like insane. So we're going to be talking about some of those things. Yeah, and you did a ton of research for this, Seth, and you came up with like a list of women in no-code as well. What would you say? There's like hundreds of women that that are kind of showing up on Twitter talking about what they're working on, etc. What's Are there dozens, hundreds? What do you think? Yeah, there are hundreds now. I, I remember when, they, when it was just a handful, you know, of the original ones, a couple, maybe a couple of years ago. But now there's hundreds, probably thousands, I mean, that are literally every day joining and uh, whether that's like a niche industry, niche specific or platform specific, definitely seeing a lot of bubble of women builders too as well. And then you're also seeing the uh, co-founder and founder collaboration with the building actually like products using no code tools. So, I mean, it's, then you have, uh, you know, women, no code founders that are actually like going out and hiring the dev and building a team with venture backed and like softer, you know, building these bigger, larger platforms for us, other no-code creators to use, you know, and building tools. So yeah, it's definitely growing for sure. And so, so maybe let's, let's kind of get into what we've learned as we've researched this topic. One of the things that I want to start with is just by acknowledging the fact that there is a challenge in general with, gender parity and just the level of diversity that's that's currently in tech in general right so if you look at tech as a space and you did a little bit of research on just the education side of things computer science degrees and i want to get into that a little bit but even just speaking based off of experience personal experience i think there's like a long way to go before we could even scratch the surface of gender parity and and you know having a diverse group of individuals in large tech companies in general 
And I think with startups, the equation seems to be getting a little bit better because this is a topic that's pretty hardly debated right now. But in large yep, tech companies, sure. I think uh, you still see about the tech bros. Exactly. <laughs> the tech bros. I'll say it. Exactly. And, and I think um, the surprising thing for me was you don't really think about this because when you're working at a company, at a large company, and uh, you're kind of going about your day-to-day, you don't really end up thinking about this. But uh, a lot of the large companies are starting to be a bit more transparent about what that gender parity looks like. And you start to see some trends like in a large, num- in a large number of these companies, the number of women versus men is about like 70-30 split or 60-40 split, something like that, just for the total number of employees. And if it's a 60-40 split, it's actually... And the, the company's probably doing better in terms of gender parity versus versus yeah, getting your, better. your average I mean, company. I mean, you're seeing that you're definitely seeing like the you're definitely seeing the difference now as more women do enter. But yeah, there's still a lot of work, like you said, to be done when it comes to you know hiring and the balance between you know you know the focus on these companies. But like you know, I, I do think there's different factors. Some are unknown. Some I can't even speak to. Because I, I don't, you know, absolutely know the you know, specifics of why, but I definitely think it has to do with, you know, especially with this tech bro culture that we've had around for like 10, 15 years, you know, from Twitter, Silicon Valley, you know, the culture for sure. But yeah, you're seeing women break through that now. And, you know, they're using a permissionless entrepreneur, entrepreneurship, you know, and no code tools to break through the ceiling and so yeah, it's, it's great. I mean, you're seeing engineers now, engineering teams, you know, probably you see so many women now, you know, in, you know, these big startups, engineering teams leading them. So, uh, yeah, there's still a gap, but it's really hard to nail down to the specifics of that, I think. Yeah. And and as we start looking at tech kind of becoming a, a major Uh, a major industry you pulled up a stat from the national center of education statistics um, about computer science degrees and uh, i really love this table do you want to walk us through what what you're seeing yeah i was just doing some research and you know i was looking around and there was a study basically on the gender gap and venture capital versus the computer science degree gap and it it was talking about some of the things like it says tech becomes a major industry and the number of people studying computer science increases, the gap between men and women receiving degrees widens. But women-led uh, VCs represent only 5.6% in the U.S., even though 73% of firms founded in the last five years are women-led. So right. that's an interesting stat. <laughs> that's a really For interesting sure. stat. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, we'll we'll link to this table as well. I think the the one thing that I kind of find really intriguing from this table is how the how the gender gaps changing. So to just give people a perspective for what this what this shows, you have stats going all the way back to 1970. So I think it goes from 1970 to 2014, and we're looking yeah. at bachelor's, master's, and and doctorate level degrees in computer and information sciences uh, that are conferred by post secondary institutions and they talk about the total number versus and then break it out by the number of males and females and if you look at 1970 to 71 the ratio is i think you know one in 
one in 10 graduates was was a woman, right? But if you look at the most recent one that they have in 2014-15, it's more like one in three. I think what, what we're saying here, though, is that although the number of women that are graduating with computer science degrees is increasing, and the number of companies that are being founded by women is also uh, increasing uh, at a steady rate, the the involvement of women in the VC space, the level of VC representation with women-led companies is, isn't really there. Is that, does that sound about right? Yeah, but it's also true that, I mean, if you really think about it, startups in general and computer science in general, less people are also at the same time getting degrees because sometimes degree isn't required to get into a startup, right? Sometimes it's just, hey, I'm a self-taught coder or, or you know i'm self-taught i learned no code or I, I learned this tool i use i use this and i taught myself and that's how i was able to get in yeah. i mean it's definitely it's definitely harder to get into to these startups and this is not necessarily i think this pertains to you know men and women to be honest but uh, i think that at the same time you know larger companies they're going to be a lot more strict on the, the credentials and things like that so at the same time, it, but yeah, I think overall, you you women who do pursue a undergraduate degree, I think you know you're seeing definitely a lot more go into some kind of techno technological field, for sure. All right, that was the show. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed it and got a ton out of it. If you did, there are two things you need to do. Number one, make sure you subscribe to the show to get notified when a new no-code story drops. And number two, I want to ask you a favor. Who's the one person you know who would absolutely benefit from hearing this story? Text them right now and send them to mynocodestory.com and reference this episode. Maybe they're an entrepreneur. Maybe they can use this episode to level up at their job. Or maybe they're just someone who loves creating new things. Do it. Subscribe and then send them the text. Make a difference. Thanks again, and I'll see you on the next one.